Hey, welcome to the What Could Go Right podcast. We are coming to you live from somewhere outside. <laughs> I am Eric Super Orton. Location. I'm Emily Orton. And we talk about personal growth, family connection, and raising adult kids. If you find something useful or you like what you hear or you just like our vibe, please subscribe, rate, and review. We don't use any ads, and this is how we can share the good news with um, everybody out there. All right, so what are we talking about today, Emily? Today we wanted to talk about family connections and some of the things that have worked for us, maybe that have been unique to us or unusual that we've done that's easy for everybody to do. Because so many people want to talk to us about, oh, you're the people who lived for a year on a sailboat. And um, some people are hyped about that, but most people are like, I'm never going to live for a year on a sailboat. Um, there are lots and lots of ways to make deep, meaningful connections with your family without going to quote unquote extremes and uh, living on a sailboat. And so we want to talk to you about some of the things that we were doing prior to getting on the sailboat that helped us have such a connected family that we knew we would be okay in such close quarters for an extended period of time. Yeah. So the first one I would love to talk about, this is the most complex one. So if you hang on here, they just get easier. From here on out, we're going to talk about four. And this one is family day. And I have to give 100% of the credit uh, for this idea to Eric. Uh, will you kind of tell us where family day came from, why you decided you wanted to do it, and then we can talk about how we made it happen. Yeah. Well, so... Um we had gone through a particularly intense period as a family where I was working and, quite frankly, serving a lot in church and was away from the family a lot of the time, especially on weekends. And um, when that came to a close, I just said, you know what? I would love to just have one day a month where there's nothing going on, where we can just be together as a family and we can plan something or we could just have a day that's completely unstructured and we're just together and we kind of figure it out. But so many of our weekends get filled up with lots of good things. And by good things, I mean like, hey, a friend gets, you know, one of our kids gets invited to a birthday party or there's a bridal shower or somebody needs help moving or, you, you know, any number of things. Or there's, there's an event, there's a baptism, there's a this, you know, get together with family. So there's all kinds of stuff that comes up. And we just decided it would be great to have one day a month where it's just me, Emily, and our kids, and we just hang out. And so that's what we decided to do. And we picked a day. We found an empty Saturday. We put it on the calendar, and we called it Family Day. And believe it or not, once we picked it, invitations for stuff or opportunities to do stuff that day started to roll in. But because we had blocked it out, we said, sorry, we've already got plans. We've got plans. We're doing a family day. And it, in some cases, it was pretty hard because good stuff would come in from really good people, people that we cared about that were part of our lives. And, but we stuck to our guns. And after a few months of this, people started to extend the invitations or the opportunities came a little bit differently. And it was kind of like, we'd love to get together, but if it's, you know, unless it's family day, of course. Is that what you're yeah, describing would, that right? Yeah, it would be like, hey, we're, we're having a brunch. We hope you can make it if it's not family day. Like we held our own boundary enough months in a row that they knew what family day was and that we were going to stick to it. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to make an exception for your move. Or your brunch. Because it's family day. And 
we knew like we knew that the window on our time with our kids at home was closing and we knew we only had you know how many months and how many opportunities to have just unstructured we're literally hanging out we're not like go 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 where are your shoes you know none of that attitude more like bringing a campfire type mood to our whole day and um, other people started to respect it and maybe even more important than that the kids loved it and we did family day every month for three years before we moved on to the boat and that final year we said hey we're going to do like family year so how about this year prior to moving aboard a sailboat we're using our weekends and other kind of preparation activities we'll make more exceptions this year yeah and and they yeah they loved it so family day was a huge hit for all of us so step one or one Idea number one is to create a family day. You literally just have to pick an empty Saturday or clear a Saturday, put it on the calendar, and commit amongst everybody in the family to not to not schedule it, to keep it open for just, just yourselves. So that's one. Second. And I would say on that one, I would just add that if a full day feels, I mean, I bet you can do it. I believe that you can do it. But if you feel like you want to try a modified version, try a half day. Like a Saturday, like a family morning. Yeah, just plan some unstructured time. Put it on your calendar and say no to everything else for those six hours or for those 12 waking hours, whatever it is. All right, so that's one. Second, Emily? Okay. We, this one was also Eric's idea. Um, week in pictures. And I think, I don't know, maybe I just spend so much time with the kids as the We've chosen both of us together for me to be the stay-at-home parent for the bulk of our kids growing up. And I wasn't probably looking for ways to spend time together. So maybe that's why all the... But anyway, maybe, for whatever maybe, reason... Maybe you didn't need any help. Maybe I'm the one that needed the help. For whatever reason, you've had all these great ideas. And this is another favorite. I would say our 17-year-old son... In case we're gonna say that again, oh, no, I would hey, say just, 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 we're outside. There's cars, motorcycles, other people live planes in this going world. overhead. People are like mowing their yards. So if you hear stuff, just know that we're we're actually legitimately outside. <laughs> okay, so our 17-year-old son, this is one of his favorite traditions, and he has told us multiple times that he definitely wants to do this when he has his own family, which is a huge win to me because he used to tell us he wasn't interested in having a family at all. We'll see what happens, but he likes this one and it's called Week in Pictures. So here's how Week in Pictures works. Everybody has a phone. Most people have a phone, smartphone, especially if your kids are adults. Your kids are gonna have a or, phone. Or teenagers. Or teenagers, yeah. So we walk around with these devices and we spend so much time with our faces in them. And what we do is every Sunday afternoon or evening, we sit down and we have Week in Pictures, which for us consists of taking our phones, broadcasting them to the TV. We all sit in the living room around the TV and we put all the pictures on our phone up and we just, everybody shares their pictures from that week. How we have chosen to do it is we start from youngest going to oldest. So Lily is at the starts, I finish, and you just start from the beginning. You go to Monday and you go Monday through Sunday and then how we do it is whenever somebody's done, we say, 
And that's my week in pictures. And everybody claps. So you're like, that's a great week. That's Looks a great like week. a great week. And we clap for them. And then, then it goes to the next person. And one of the great benefits that I love about this is that we really get a peek inside of what was interesting and what caught the attention for each member of our family. And sometimes it will be that they were at an event or they thought they had a really cute outfit that day or they screenshot like a bunch of, you know, funny memes or, articles. or maybe it's like a quote from scripture that stood out to them. And we get to share all of that. And at one point for a, very brief season, our week in pictures was getting to be quite so long. long. <laughs> and so we, at that point, we added kind of a rule of like, no one person is going to exceed a 10 minute time slot. And that was just, that was just a couple of weeks that happened. Then, and then kids started to move out. And so we, <laughs> now it's, it's shorter again. Well, um, for our adult kids who aren't always at home, they do try to make it to come be home for weekend pictures. If they're in the area, they, they'll say, hey, yeah, I'd love to be there for that. They, they don't always come, but they always love it when they do come. And I'll also say that when we have people over on Sunday evenings, which is not unusual, mm -hmm. we'll say, hey, do you have any pictures you'd be willing to share? And whoever's with us, we'll invite them to join us in weekend pictures. And one thing that I like is that, like you were saying, Emily, it's a chance for us to see the past seven days through the eyes of that person. And oftentimes we see our phones and our devices as things that separate us and divide us. And for us, this has really helped to connect us and bring us together, which I think is, is a real win for technology. And it doesn't just bring us together on the one day that we share. It actually brings us together throughout the week as we're taking pictures, because we have some kids who used to never take pictures and they said, oh, I'm gonna be able to share this with my family. And so they started thinking, I wanna share this with my family. I will take a picture of it. So in yeah. that way, it, it kind of has us um, being connected throughout the week. So that's been a really fun one. All right, so family day, weekend pictures. What's number three? This one is probably the easiest one on the list. Also one that Eric came up with and it's called eyeball time. Eyeball time. Okay, so I don't know if you guys do dinner around the table, but when we have a meal around the table, or some, it, usually it's around a meal, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes we're just sitting in the living room. Sometimes yeah. we're just feeling scattered, or we're, we're trying to get people to focus or get attention, or we're trying to just feel connected immediately. And the way it works is we'll say, eyeball time, and that means that everyone's gonna take a turn looking everybody else in the eye. And so I will then turn and I'll look at Emily, and then I'll look at each one of our kids as they look at me. And then Emily will be the next and then she does the same turn. thing. So you actually look each other, in, in our case, we look everyone in the eye seven, seven times. times. <laughs> and it takes like a minute. Mm -hmm. And after we've all, everyone's looked everybody else in the eye, boom, we're all like present and aware of each other. And I think it, it, it can be a real game changer and it costs no money. Obviously none of these cost money except for a phone. For, for weekend pictures but True. anyway just like super free super fast super effective and then the last one is the i like game i like game and our kids love this too and you can do this, this. was your idea well your, whoever's idea this, this was so this was emily's idea <laughs> um i'm getting in the sun oh, so i'm scooting over, Scoot over we'll, for you on the podcast on. bear with us the video the vod the vodcast um 
So we learned early on that when we come from a place of gratitude, we have a lot more emotional peace and stamina, and we just have a better attitude. We're able to come up with better solutions. We're less selfish. And so how do you then transmit that to kids? And when our kids were little, we started it just by playing a game where we'd roll a ball back and forth to each other. Maybe we'd get in a circle and roll the ball back and forth. And each time we would say something that I like. I like asparagus, or I like um, Paddington Bear, or I like... Shade trees. Hugs, yeah, or shade trees, or whatever it might be. And we would just roll it back and forth, and you could choose anyone that you're going to roll it to, and you never know who's going to get it next, and you're just going to say something that you like. And just by acknowledging that there are all of these things in the world that we live in that you like, it's a pretty easy um, step towards gratitude. It's an appreciation kind of game. And then we sort of diversified it and said like, let's just say movies I like, or let's just say desserts I like, or let's just say foods I like, or people I like, or games I like. You know, you can pick all your own categories. And so, you know, endless modifications. And then as the kids got older, they still wanted to sometimes play this game. Sometimes we would just do it in the car. I would drive my kids so they had an early morning seminary class when we were living in San Diego. So I had a 14 year old and a 16 year old and it was like maybe a four and a half minute drive. <laughs> Pretty short. It was just a couple minutes just getting out of the parking lot. But then um, they were like, let's play the I like game on the way. And we would just pass it around and go in a circle and each person would say, I like this, I like that. And anyway, it's a great way to start the day. It's a great way to transition. It's a great way to pull out of a, a funk. And um, it's just a, a good habit to form. And, it can, and not only that, but it also allows you to kind of get to know each other. Because you're like, oh, you like that cereal? I didn't know that. Or you like that show? I've never heard of it. Tell me about it. So it's so easy. And it's good on so many levels. I really love that one. I like the I like game. <laughs> so, okay. so meta. So four things that you can do to right connect with your family. You, okay, we went to an extreme living on a sailboat to connect as a family. You do not have to go to extremes to do this. You can do a family day. You can do weekend pictures. You can do, what's the other one? Oh, eyeball time. Mm-hmm. Eyeball time. You can also do... I like game. Those are just four ideas that are free, easy, and like I said, super effective. If you're getting together with your family today, it's a great day to do it. If your family's moved out and you're going to gather up for a weekend or a holiday, or maybe you're doing a reunion, these are all things that you could easily do um, in those settings with almost zero planning and coordination. It's just like, hey, we're all in the same place. Let's let's do a thing together. (laughs) It's a great idea. Yeah, so there we are. Well, hopefully you found those things helpful uh, and hopefully you'll try them out, share them with your friends. And if you found anything that was helpful or useful or you just like our vibe, please, again, feel free to subscribe, rate and review. That's how we're going to share the word that we are here to help with families who have kids growing in independence, emerging adults, adults who've already left home and all that fun stuff, personal growth, family connection, and raising adult kids. We are here for you. What could go right?